Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Coming to you from Fabulous Studio B Plus in Brandon, Florida. It's New Jabroni Pro Wrestling with me, Daniel Salorzno, and Bonesaw, Ryan Rudnick. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, coming to you live. Yeah. Dan- the round numbers. Daniel and Bonesaw, 100 years. Daniel no, and 100 episodes. 100 seasons. <laughs> Watch them on your shoes, sneakies. Uh, well, we uh, we did it. We're, we're here at a hundo. Yeah. No, no shows to review right now. It's a. Uh, we thought we were gonna do maybe like a little retrospecticus here. Mm-hmm. I think we sort of uh, listened to some older stuff and you know maybe maybe talk about a thing or two we've uh, learned since uh, going in on this endeavor. Learned that the endeavor is always uh, more fun with alcohol. I've got a true. I've truly. got the Elysian pumpkin combo pack, and I'm starting out with the Imperial. I'm gonna I'm gonna ease off with the regular pumpkins, so I'm gonna Smart. start I'm gonna start with the big pumpkins. So uh, yeah, you just do just you just it's easier to sled downhill than uphill. Yeah, you got you got it. I'm I'm gonna go to a porter after that though. So it's, <laughs> we haul just going right back up that hill. Oh shit! What yeah, you, I got what a big got there, a little rum. I got a big slug of uh, Diplomatico. I think it's Venezuelan rum or Colombian. I think it's Venezuelan. It's very good. It's like if, it's if Captain Morgan was like good. It's like spice rum with flavors and stuff, and you could just drink it by itself. All That's right. what I'm doing. Well, con pie. Mm. Mm. I think I think I've got a flask hidden over here. Hold on one second. I'm rummaging. Rummaging. Oh, I do. And that's that's what's in there too. So I can top it off a little later. Alright. Yeah, alright. Alright, we're playing for keeps tonight, even. Now we're in though. business. Bonesaw's got a uh, megawana burrito sitting inside of it right now. <laughs> we're just saying we're just saying I have options. Ah. Uh. Well, let's uh, let's opt into uh, some business here. For news and content updates, be sure to follow us on Instagram at jwrestling and, of course, at jabroniwrestling.com. If you want merch, head over to our thread the store at jabroniwrestling.com. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. Remember to give us that sweet day melter five-star rating. Bookmark us on Instagram or tell us how you feel directly at jabroniwrestling at gmail.com. Well... You know, 2019 was a uh, very different time in professional wrestling. A disillusioned Dean Ambrose <laughs> walked away from a mountain of money to uh, join the independent circuit. and then To hang em- up his pooper scooper. Yeah, immediate, immediately, immediately go to New Japan. Um, what, what, what else did we have? Uh, a- NXT black and gold at the height of its power. Mm, uh, it was good then. Uh, pro pro wrestling Noah, uh, long long standard Kenta makes his New Japan debut, and what Will Osprey and Shingo Takagi got out of their uh, junior heavyweight diapers and decided to play with the big boys. Ooh, swinging! Yeah, just uh, just different. It was just a, a different little different. And Roman little Reigns was still sucking up all the oxygen. <laughs> And not, not to mention the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega strike out to uh, start their own promotion in AEW. And 
Certainly nothing bad could come of that. <laughs> that was 2019? Uh, yeah. It was, uh, Man, all, all this stuff. Yeah, all all out happened happened that year. Under under the AEW, uh, I, I don't I don't remember exactly when TV started, but yeah, they they started doing pay per views under under AEW, and that was that was all right. out that year. Yeah, no, it's I forget I, I'm coming to realize that like stuff that was before the pandemic was not just like that that short a time ago. Now it was two plus years ago. So it's like anything that happened in a normal world. Yeah, that was a long fucking time ago. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It's it's strange. I'm coming to terms with it. <laughs> the pandemic was so weird too, but eh, we we soldiered on. Mm-hmm. G one after G one. Kota Ibushi win after Kota Ibushi <laughs> win. Like, just the record just kept on skipping. It's all it's all we know. It was gra- Groundhog's Day. <laughs> I realized that as I, as we were going back, I'm like, we up until now we did not know anything but Kota Ibushi hoisting that gigantic trophy. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a little wild ride here. That, that, uh, I'll say, I'll say it before I forget it, but that, that AEW show, that was, uh, when the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers had that crazy ladder match. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. That was really good. Yeah, there was a, uh, we, I, I think we started, uh, tuning into a very high, uh, like, the uh, the amount of just five star matches that started happening <laughs> in and around that time, whether we were paying attention to it or not, right. but you know the G one climax twenty nine, there were eight five star matches in that G one climax. There was eight, yeah. No, my 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 stupid eyes weren't ready to to bask in that glory and, and properly name those. I that's surprising. Wish I wish I had more of my my old notes for those. Yeah, I. You'd- All I remember thinking is Jeff Cobb's arms look small. <laughs> those arms are four stars. Yeah, those tiny arms. You know what was uh, most surprising to to me is uh, we were we we uh, gave match of the we gave match of the uh, of the blocks. Uh, Mo- Moxley and Ishii, which. Yeah, man, what a great, what a great match that was. That one was really cool. Yeah, that New Japan Moxley is the best, the best Moxley. Yeah, and then we gave Okada and Sonata. Imagine that we gave like. <laughs> no, that's that. That's the stupidest thing in our first episode. Is me coming screaming out of the gates? Is like the Sonata match, man. This was this was my favorite match of the night. <laughs> I'm like, you idiot. That you you know what? So I was I was just kind of looking on on the uh, Wikipedia page for G129 mm-hmm. and th- this is debut for Jeff Cobb, John Moxley, Kenta, Shingo Takagi and Will Ospreay. Uh it wasn't Lance Archer's debut, but uh it, it like he hadn't been in it since 2014. And that was also Taichi's G1 debut. Oh, I didn't realize it was Taichi's. Yeah, and if if you'll recall, that was the uh, year where he really foated every match until yeah. he fought it was Ishii right at the very end. Yeah, I think so. I think that was the deal. <laughs> we fell in love with him either way, though. Yeah, I think I think then I was still agreeing with the crowd with him with, with telling Taichi to to go away. Uh, you know, I'll I'll say if we got any one one thing right about Taichi, it was that our desperate need 
to see the iron fingers come into play was the, the was the correct urge. <laughs> yes. Every time it's every time it happens since then, man, like mm. Mm. just so just so so good. Yeah. Yeah, Taichi defeated Ishii in the in his last match, and that was what that was what drew out his power. <laughs> but but not that didn't ruin his his lethargic spirit. <laughs> or, his, or his wish that he was simply a sumo wrestler. Oh, he, he's just so tired all the time. He's just so tired. It's an exhausting life. Yeah, I and I, I don't I don't blame him. It is an no. exhausting life. That was also the first year that they had any G one matches in America. Yeah, that was, this whole first night was like we weren't ready for this, and on top and on top of that, it's capped off by Okada Tanahashi. So it's just like this is just a, a glut of very cool circumstances and good appearances waste, wasted on some plebes like us. Yeah, uh, ro- rowing backwards a little bit. Um, we this like doing G One Climax got us into religiously watching New Japan, and. Yeah, the last the last thing that we had watched before that was Res- Wrestle Kingdom because we were mm-hmm. still sort of, you know, we were still kind of testing the waters. Yeah, you know, like, eh, and uh, that was the Wrestle Kingdom that had uh, Kenny and Tanahashi. Yeah, that was a that that was a big one. That one was super interesting, and uh, well, you know, I was just I was still scared off by like the schedule's weird. I don't quite get the beats of everything but the g1 is like it's perfect with it it's a it's a it's a schedule it's very easy to digest it's singles matches up and down you get to know all the guys it's under 30 minute time limit so no no long long stretches it's it's a hell it's a hellacious trail to, to to blaze but it's probably the best way to get a crash course introduction to new japan if that if it's something you're interested in speaking of hellacious i made a i made a really quick uh, white chili tonight, and <laughs> so you didn't. You made so you made white bean soup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut up. But <laughs> but Bo- 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 the authority on chili. I whipped together something that took less than thirty minutes, which is like Bonesaw's soul is breaking right now. Well, I mean, I'm no, it's not. Just, I do. A, it, I don't do a long chili. No, no. You derisively called it white bean soup, so <laughs> it's fine. Colors all right. Col- colors all wrong. But the the recipe said to uh to rib the jalapenos and I was like uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> so like going my, for it my nose is burning because I just I keep scratching it my hands just have jalapeno, jalapeno <laughs> residue on them that just won't wash off oh but it was gloves but it was worth it to watch Laura sweat bullets see <laughs> the chili. She's like, "Ooh, this has got some kick." I go, "Yeah, I didn't do anything for that jalapeno except for cut it up." She's like, "You even take the seeds out?" I was like, "Especially didn't." Oh no! Out. <laughs> oh damn! And she she had to she had to stop most of the way through. Now, to to be fair, we had also just uh, eaten, or no, she she just ate half of a gigantic grilled cheese sandwich from this place called Focheesy in St. Pete. <laughs> Um, man, that place is good, and it's, I think all sandwiches should be grilled, first off, 
Okay. I'm I'm just a fan of hot sandwiches. But grilling them in the style of making a grilled cheese and then just putting whatever you want to, there was like pulled pork and gravy and horsey sauce. Mm. And, Ooh, horsey sauce. Uh, yeah, the, the sandwich is called a hot mess. It was. And it was also delicious. Damn. She it ate, sounds pretty good. Yeah, she ate half of that leftover from what we saw pub a couple nights ago. And so, you know, that, that, that contributed to, I can't finish this chili, but like by, she got through about three quarters of it. It was just like, I can't do it anymore. It's <laughs> just every bite just burns the back of my throat. I was like, well, my, my nose won't stop running, but that helps. That yeah. helps you breathe. Yeah. That's, it's, it's fine. Oh, stupid. But it was delicious. Mm-hmm. For, you know, as fast as hot white bean soup can be in yeah. under 30 minutes. Some, some hot green. Yeah. Uh, yeah, back back to uh, <laughs> back to the podcast. Back to back to the pepper at hand. Yeah, we uh, that was that that weird Wrestle Kingdom. Or it, it, it wasn't weird. It was uh, Kenny. Kenny's like I had the. The dude from Undertale make me a giant <laughs> opening video that was really awesome, but due to circumstances beyond my control, it's not going to air before my Wrestle Kingdom match. And I'm pretty I I, I don't have any substan like substantial proof for this. I just assumed that like because the whole video was like Tanahashi is a bad guy, that New Japan <laughs> was like, no. You're, no you're yeah, you're leaving forever. We're not fucking air airing this before <laughs> our biggest hero that we've ever had. <laughs> I know, I know you're like doing the intuitive thing, which is trying to you know, if you're a baby face trying to paint the other guy as not a baby face. No, you're we're not we're not airing that. I, I gotta pull this back. back. I gotta pull this up in the background again because I now with the proper context, I'm. I'm I'm sure there'll be more about it that uh, I'll get with. I didn't think that he cast Tanahashi too bad, but I also didn't know what a, what an angel he was when I saw it the first time either. Oh my goodness, no! It, it's so it's so funny. Like, uh, they literally cast Tanahashi as the main bad guy in a video game. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, I remember. I remember. <laughs> it's just like. It's it's Tanahashi like espousing like I can't believe you do all these heroic things like blah 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 blah. It's just like things Tanahashi would never say in a million yeah. years as as the ultimate baby face of the universe. And yeah, I could I don't I have no proof. I'm like much in the you know, much in the same way that I don't have any proof that John Daly uh quit uh or John Stewart quit the the Daily Show because they're like, "Hey, we're going all in on Hillary Clinton, so this uh, you know, equivalent coverage on Bernie Sanders is not going to uh, not going to work for us." I have no I have no proof of that. I I just call it like I see it. Like it was just whatever. And then mm. uh, Trevor Noah came, and then they painted Bernie Sanders like this big goofy dope. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, John Stewart's never said it himself, but if I was like, hey, John, I'm gonna ask you a serious question. <laughs> and you off, mean the off, off the record, I'll never repeat this to another soul. Did you you quit the daily you quit the Daily Show 
because they were, you know, going all in on Hillary Clinton, and you're like, this goes against the very spirit of the show, and then John Stewart just kind of look, look over his shoulders and be like, it was nice talking to you, kid. <laughs> and slightly taps his nose as he turns to walk away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he turns around at the very at the doorway as he's about to cross the threshold. Ooh. A tap of the nose. Well, that was he calls he calls Katie a weakling. Oh no! I know his egotistical, selfish ways. Okay. Well, I finished the great pumpkin. It was a uh, very imperially. We're going to Night Owl, which is the the regular pumpkin ale. You know, I think I definitely have gotten better at at format. Yeah. For, for 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 running the show, like the the show the show is always the show is always the same thing, which is yeah. which is good because I think a show should you know be the same thing every time. Mm-hmm. You know it, it's the theme song, introduction, preamble, notes, body, uh, clo- closing, closing notes, denouement, and credits. We're the, we're the teak essay of podcasts. It's amazing. All that schooling was was put to good use. Ooh yeah. See now this this uh regular night owl pumpkin ale. It mm-hmm. Just it, it's it's it tastes exactly the same. It's it's got a little less edge. So is it is it like a dark something? What what makes it a night owl? Or is that is that uh, the it, standard that's pumpkin? Just the that's just the name of it. Oh okay. Yeah, the imperial one is called the Great Pumpkin. It it's just names. They're all just names, names and labels. Start stop working for your beer, man. Simplify. But this is this is this is all right. It's um I don't know. Pe- you know, people can talk all the shit that they want to about shipyard pumpkin head ale, but it was the first thing that I ever had that was pumpkin flavored and you know, I know I know it's not perfect, neither is K Rab, but it's <laughs> Yo, I'll eat a pound of it because it's, it's I'm, delicious. I'm coming around on K Rab. I, I made a little uh, like K Rab salad, and it was it was delightful on top of a little rice. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. It's, it's great. <laughs> yeah, use K use K Rab to make some homemade K Rab Rangoon. And it's cheap as you can can possibly believe because it's because it's fake as hell. Yeah, which is great. which is important because we made uh, crab cakes for Laura's birthday last night. And uh, we spent $60 on crab to make eight crab cakes. Love crab fucking expensive. It's, yes, it's, yeah, it's it's bullshit. No, you gotta K-Rab that. It, it tasted good, but I'd rather eat four crab cakes <laughs> made out of K-Rab. It's, I've, I've, I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's like my favorite line from The Good Places. Ted Danson <laughs> admiring the frozen, the concept of frozen yogurt. It's such a delightful human concept. To take something, make it slightly worse so that you can enjoy more of it. <laughs> I love that show. That show's so good. Show's that's, I, that, that, that point has been adopted as like a, a credo for life. <laughs> yeah, you know, I... I listened to myself. I listened to myself talking on that on that podcast before. It's not yeah. even like we never podcasted before that point. Well, did you? Had you? Jumped, no, no, no. You never. You'd never done any podcasting before at that point. I don't think so. I think that's the first first anything we had done. Yeah, I did the draft when I did the draft. That was in person. That was after we had started. I'm fairly certain. 
I don't know, yeah, man. Yeah, because it was pandemic-y around that time. I think... That's why the Don Marijuana rolled me my own blunt. <laughs> He's no good, sharing. He's a good boy. In these, in these trying times. He's a good boy. <laughs> uh, I, I think... I think the format got better. I think I would really just confidently say things... I I actually I said things so confidently that I actually said that I need I, like I need to stop saying things so confidently. <laughs> I need to stop saying things as so confidently like I know them to be like stone cold facts. Like yeah, like even oh, yeah. back then I knew it was a problem. <laughs> oh yeah, the first episode I hadn't watched any New Japan outside of the two two Wrestle Kingdoms I had seen and maybe a, a handful matches here there and very far in between. I go, no, there's no way he's going to win this because they don't like to do the main event of Wrestle Kingdom as a match that they've done earlier in the year. Like, what the hell was I talking about? Where did I read that bullshit? Also, I, I still don't know if it's true. Yeah, I, I think... I think what I've learned good. about pro wrestling is that they will always go for the safe option. <laughs> so it's like... Yes. It's, it's just between... Between watching things and hearing people with with inside information and you know making making friends with actual wrestlers and stuff, it, it's 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 good. I'm glad I'm glad that we've done those kind of things because it's 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 eye opening. Absolutely. And you know you don't want to you don't want to spread that disinformation. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it hurt. I'm not thinking. No, it probably didn't hurt anything. It's it's fine. It's maybe if it made somebody else feel feel confident to say something that they didn't truly know either. So, you know, yeah, feel you got to feel yourself every once in a while and just let it fly. I think I maybe feel more bad for letting myself believe my own lies. Is that that probably that that feels like it's you know hits home a little bit better. Yeah, self delusion not as not as okay. Yeah. As deluding others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, if, if you don't like that I deluded you in the past, email us at jabroniwrestling at gmail.com. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it one of these days. I, I just, I just enjoyed, I just enjoyed G1 season because after, after that first one, you know, at the end, I was like, maybe we'll, we'll truncate this stuff. And I, mm-hmm. I, I think even as I was saying it, it was, we we got we got crippled with fatigue so much earlier. Yeah, I never believe I never believed we were going to to truncate it in any way, <laughs> just because it's it's much more fun to moan about the, the burden than to <laughs> than to not have it than to not take it on. So I I, I always I always believed in us. Plus, you know that's plus, the true cowardly way. It's I I can see how people get addicted to work a haul. You you know what I mean? Like when you when you find that. When you find yeah. that thing of like, oh my god, like I have to do so much work, blah 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 blah. Yeah. But it's like I'm not really, I'm not really complaining. I'm just tired from doing so much work, but I don't mm. hate that I'm doing any of the work. I'm not even really complaining that I have to do the work, and it's all self-imposed. Like, Absolutely, yeah. We, we could have been, In, we could have been like five days in, and be like, I, I'm fucking sick of doing this. <laughs> right, exactly. That's that's exactly it. But. It's, it's once a year. It's, it's appropriate. We need a little sacrifice. And that was, this true sacrifice that we make. And that, and that was... 
I, I think that was the thing is like, okay, this this is once a year and we were going to parlay it, it. You know, we parlayed it into every time a big show comes along, mm-hmm. you know, well, you know, we, we, we figured out that we figured out the beats that we wanted to do. We don't got to do all that middle shit. Yeah. We learned, we learned very quickly what, what a, uh, what a summer struggle truly is. Yeah. So j- just, just that. Is struggle, struggle to stay away. Struggle to stay awake. <laughs> Fucking ugh, God. But on, on it wasn't other, Foy, it wasn't Foy their fault. Ah uh, yeah, ah uh, yeah. On on the other hand, though, you know, there's hidden hidden gold in them in them our minds. You know. Yeah. And if you if you have the fortitude to stick stick through it it's just you yeah know, i don't and by the time by the time it gets to you know main show time they, they clue you in they clue you in anyway because you know wrestling yeah. is designed to let you jump in whatever you want to so mm. and then i think new japan storytelling is is perfect for it it's not overly complex i mean i you i go all the time without watching any of the backstage stuff until after a big show and even then periodically i am mostly filled in by you so yeah. A lot of times that's not, but but you can you can easily pick it up, and that's not the focal point of the presentation that they're putting on. But if you do, like you said, if you actually go and watch those six man tags all the time, like they they tell the story, they get they get the guys like bumping into each other, and they they get set up some spots for this match that's coming up, and it, it does make it more enjoyable. That's if you've got the if you have the will for it. And you know, four fifths of the time when you're assigned to actually watch the backstage stuff, you know, you do it. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Four fifths sounds about right. I've, I, I, I've done. No, I haven't done any before this one. No, I, I, I felt. I felt like that wasn't too generous. You will. You will always. You will always do the backstage stuff if I ask you to. If I ask you to do it, it's just when you got those titans like Kenta in the backstage area. It's a Herculean mm-hmm. effort, you know. Yeah, I'm going to the backstage tab. I want to watch the one that has Kenta in it, and I, I forgot that that was the one you were going to do. <laughs> I want to I want to look at these these blocks again for this for this 2019 G1 climax. Oh my god, Tanahashi just shot himself up with a cortisone shot to get his defense stats up. Okay, that's why they can't air this. <laughs> right, we we'll, we'll, we will settle for you saying every bad dirty thing about Tanahashi in the book, <laughs> but him taking illegal drugs, that's where we draw the line. Mm. Show me what the blocks are. Show me. Show me what these blocks are. It. It's a. Uh, I'm used to uh, phone Wikipedia. Okay, block A. We got Ibushi, Okada, Fale, Evil. We and we. I listened to some of these. Uh, Matt, we were praising mm-hmm. Evil quite heavily back then. So this is Evil. When, when he, he was, was just a bruiser, I could get it. I could get it. I didn't love it, but I could get it. Evil was uh, still in uh, Los Ingobernables at the time, so <laughs> along with you putting Ishii in there, which was a, which tells a much better story. I like that. <laughs> Evil Tanahashi, Kenta, Sonata, Zack Saber Jr., Osprey, and Lance Archer. That's a great A block. It's really good. Uh, this is this is where we were, where our opinion was formulated immediately that A block is always going to be yeah, the greatest a, block. Yeah, A block, best block. Uh. B block's got Hiroki Goto in it, but don't don't worry. As I read down the list, the, the names will get. He better. got ten points. He got ten points. God, and we do we do immediately. I think on him that was first match. Fuck this guy. You know what? What is funny is uh, 
we we only kept saying, you know, I haven't quite figured out Hiroki Goto. That that's like the whole Ooh. entire time we're like, I haven't fi- quite figured him out. Like yeah. by by the end of by the end of this tournament, we were like, oh, we we were on the fence about Tanahashi, and then we're like, oh mm. no, yeah, Tanahashi is the shit. We figured out Takagi. Yeah. Uh, so so it had it had Goto, Jay White, John Moxley, which was that was the the coolest thing about it. Naito, Jeff Cobb, Juice Robinson, Shingo Takagi, Taichi, Ishii, and Yano. Yano in the Yano in the B block. Yeah. But look at that though. It's 12 three tens and then all eights and 14 14 all eights and a six for Lance Archer. Yeah, why Lance, Lance is the worst at six? Pretty crazy stats. Yeah, but he was so he was so good. He was so yeah, good. Yeah, you know, he made up for it by doing amazing. Yeah. And he I, kicked it off right off the back, beating beating Will Osprey. <laughs> you you know what I thought was the uh, the the funniest thing is at the time uh, Osprey had gone zero and eight, and we were so optimistic that he maybe might uh, eventually thwart Okada. And here we are, <laughs> four years later. We didn't we didn't quite understand the glacial pace that uh, <laughs> that they moved their gears. Yeah, like you know. You just gotta, just gotta wait to see how it turns out, <laughs> baby. Just wait. Maybe one, maybe one more year. Maybe you maybe know it's coming. Yeah, maybe he'll finally get his comeuppance at a uh, Wrestle Kingdom. What movie? What movie is it where the security guard is uh, screaming no at the bulldozer that's about to crush him? Only the, the you know wide wide shot. The bulldozer is it's really feet away. really far away. Oh God, what movie is that? <laughs> but he does still get squeezed like a toothpaste tube. <laughs> After the hero gets out and then walks away, I think. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I, 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 li- I feel like I literally just saw saw that clip the other day. But it's also, you know, it's basically a, a variation on uh, Sir Lancelot running towards the castle. Is it Austin Powers? It's not Austin Powers, is it? <sighs> is it Austin Powers? It might be. Might be. Could be Austin Powers. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that leave that up as the placeholder. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, we don't have to think about it anymore. Ooh, yeah. But yeah, that's that's what it is. We know we know Osprey will eventually take over Okada, or at least best him once or twice. But it's gonna take a long time for that bulldozer to get there. I just like that I was so mad at WWE. I literally got. I literally got the fortitude to start a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was especially frustrating. Yeah, that was around the that was after the Dean Ambrose's SmackDown champion or whatever. Is that what he was? No, he's the world champion. He's the world champion. I mean, that was uh, it, it. Was I? It was definitely uh, when they did the first Crown Jewel show. Oh when, yeah, when they were when they were putting the Crown Jewel show mm-hmm. together, and they're like, we're putting together this. Saudi Arabian show, and it's gonna be great. And then Jamal Khashoggi was murdered, and they're like, you know, at the end of the day, it's a business decision, and we're still gonna go through with it. And I was like, I'm fucking out. Yeah. I can't do this shit anymore. I- 
I think that I think that was the one of the I think that was probably one of the last draws for for me as well. But but it all started when they had Goldberg come back and beat Kevin Owens to take the Universal Title off of the WrestleMania or before <laughs> WrestleMania, excuse me. God, and that was when I was hanging on by a finger, and then I think that's Saudi Arabia show. It, it man, it's it's so funny. I I like we we did we did a state of wrestling show, which by by the way, Ben. Was talking about he wanted he wanted to do a state of wrestling show again, and you know we haven't done one in you know nigh on five years and probably mm-hmm. probably about the time probably about time to do one you know granted the uh, the uh, atmosphere at the moment with the uh, the crazy AEW stuff with the uh, Vince McMahon stepping down from creative and mm-hmm. you know tr- you know. Time to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> it still yeah. makes me cough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we are truly at a crossroads. And he, you know, they they just they just announced that uh, Survivor Series was going to have war games matches. So it's. All right. <sighs> Here, here's the thing. I'm just, I'm just not going to. I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just not going to. Well, you know what? Let me, let me think about it for a second because I'm gonna get into a. Uh, what do, you, what do you think? Should I go p- coffee pumpkin ale or should I go pumpkin stout? I'm gonna go pumpkin stout. Yeah, finish with the coffee. Yeah, just need a little eye opener at the end here. Yeah, that's it. It's uh. Getting... That's the concern. It's getting closer to pumpkin time, and Daddy's all about it. Oh, yeah. I haven't had a pumpkin beer yet, I don't think. Plenty of pumpkin spice lattes, baby. Ooh. Oh, that is interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. It's, uh... I don't hate it, but, you know, I have had two beers, and one was an Imperial, so... I've had True. Five. The other one was a pumpkin, a pumpkin porter. The Night Owl was a porter. The night owl is just a just reg. Okay. Yeah, it's a regular straight straight pumpkin beer. It tasted like I thought the there imperial, was a porter in there. Nah, there's a stout, which is what I'm drinking right now. Gotcha. Oh, okay. My ears, they don't they don't work so good. It's. I can't. Oh my God, Kenny! Don't watch out, Tanahashi just called to the power of the New Japan Pro Wrestling president. <laughs> Oh right. man, Chairman Sugabayashi's gonna come into the case. That's 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 one. That's a that's a strong summoning. Okay, no wonder. <laughs> this is all explaining itself. I like that Sugabayashi just he he comes in, he reads a prepared statement off of paper, does yeah. not deviate from it, and then just hands it over to the people that are better at talking. Because ultimately, everyone in the profession is going to be a good talker. So just hand it, you know, just hand it over to them. That's all they do for a profession. That's all they do for a living is fucking talk. I, I mm. you know, beat each other up. Y- yeah. The other, the other thing. Gosh. Jim Cornette do- does not care for strong style. Isn't that funny? It's, I'm so I'm, I'm surprised. Like, I, I would think that it has enough of the trappings that he would, that he would enjoy it. But I think, I think his spectrum is so narrow and there's the, with the tolerance if you step out of line of it is just like no now it's now it's terrible <laughs> it's like well shit We're perfect 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 ah you fucked it 
and then at that point it's fucked and it's no 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 unfucking it it's like okay i mean if you, if that's the way you want to live your life evaluating things that's that's cool but it seems challenging to find stuff to enjoy yeah it 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 does seem that he has a very very specific vision of you know what what it is you know he also has you know decades of of experience in the business uh yeah, you you kind of you kind of said the other day like you're a lot you're you're definitely willing to listen to uh, his generations of knowledge on stuff that happened in, you know stuff that happened in the past where he was actually actively a part of it you know mm-hmm. so yeah you know is is it a case of an old guy who's just I you know I can't get behind all this crazy nonsense I I just I just don't know because. I love watching Ishii beat the shit out of someone, but yeah, yeah. Did. But apparently, but apparently, apparently, I don't. I'm not supposed to want people who are actually hitting each other too much either, because I guess that's, I guess that's bad. But uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, it, it it seems, it seems like you know he's like wrestlers. You know, should be safe. It should only look like they're hurting each other, and they should only actually hurt each other when it serves some kind of a purpose you know because mm-hmm. as his own theme song goes he did a shoot fall off of some scaffolding or something yeah also he's sick of kenny olivier <laughs> sick and tired <laughs> twinkle toes twinkle toes <laughs> it, but it's so funny man like i said it just checks so many boxes of him they present themselves as tough guys they don't uh, uh, you know there's more of the the flippy dippy stuff nowadays and gymnasts of course but even even someone like will osprey balances his act with some some sturdy chops and some good ring psychology. Yeah. Everybody I, stays in their babyface heel lane for the most part. And the crowd knows their part for those things. It, and you think those would be the pillars of by which he defines wrestling. And it's okay that the little stuff happens. Also, like none of the none of the blow up doll matches are happening in New Japan. That's that's like the other yeah, that, the, like that's Chikara like, stuff. Yeah, that that's like DDT. Yeah, so it's like that's not even new. That's like that's like judging to smoke Smoky Mountain Wrestling against Impact just because they're both in America, right? Or TNA. Let's make that. Let's make that comparison even worse. Yeah, there you go. A little shit go. stain. Ah, oh, God, he does. He hates Vince Russo's guts. I do appreciate. <laughs> I do appreciate funny. his willingness to just hold, to stick with a grudge once he's made up his mind on somebody. I do. I do appreciate that. He's very steadfast, from yeah. what I can tell. That, but you know, from from everything that I've heard about Vince Russo, and also anything I've heard come out of Vince Russo's <laughs> mouth, bro, you know, I'm kind of like, no, I'll, I'll be on your side on this one. You you'll have, you have my support for that. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but I mean, he's definitely like, he is like, I will be there to piss on Vince Russo's grave. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe it. And, uh, God damn, I believe it. I'd like to see that uh like to see that Instagram reel if I could. <laughs> whatever whatever the platform is at the time, I have a feeling it'll be there. I just won't be able to help himself. I like the idea of Jim Cornette exercising every day and eating a healthy diet to prolong his life as long as possible so he could uh, beat beat Vince Russo. He's slimmed down. He looks he looks better than he has in uh in year in, in decades past. I don't know. I I, I also I also feel like that in age, 
Some, sometimes I listen to Cornette and I feel like he has good points about certain, he d- certain I things. I think he does. Like, look, I, I think that's a good criticism on AEW where New Japan goes glacially slow. AEW just won't slow the fuck down. And I think we've, I, we, at least I've said it, highlighting that as a thing I like about it because there's so many people. But it does make good sense what he says sometimes about, the, you know, they don't set anything up. Like, it just kind of happens. It, it's the... The two people start buttonheads and the match is immediately announced. There's a graphic on the screen and off we go to the next segment in 30 seconds or less. And it's like, okay, I mean, that's fine, but there is limited time and there's a large roster that we want to get through. So it, it's not the same thing where people come out every, every three weeks to watch a show. It's on every week on the same night, t- twice a week even. even. I, just, I just wish that he wouldn't be so, you know, I just wish that he wouldn't be so misogynistic. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 fat phobic or just 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 any just any of those things As, and it's like weird because he's like crazy crazy like left-leaning liberal type of person which mm, is like which is something i would never like i read that i was no. like word no yeah and no, i've heard i've heard a few things and i'm like yeah okay all right not not what we had in mind when we've made some jokes earlier in our in our podcasting run <laughs> or assumptions we were making but I, I, don't, I don't know I guess if you, but yeah if you're not NWA power yeah running a 30 minute studio show you're not you're not doing it right but but you know also like when you know Bri- Brian last asked him what it like what changes he would implement in AEW mm. and all of all of them seemed like really sensible changes, and it, mm-hmm. it was not not even like he didn't even say anything about the wrestling. He's just like, I would take, you know, the the EVPs that they have out of their EVP position because wrestlers don't need to be EVPs, and you know, it's granted with with the current situation, maybe he's onto something there. Oh, he's he's dead onto something. You know, you've got you've got a guy like Jr who has already done talent relations like get him in there use his use his wealth you know use his wealth of knowledge right it, like he's he has he has good ideas i almost would like to you know would like to see tony khan be like you know what i'll implement your changes and we'll and we'll see how things mm-hmm. we'll see how things work he didn't even you know it, it, he didn't even say anything bad about like yeah cut out the the fucking gymnastics tightrope jump jump walk dish dilly yeah yeah not even not even stuff they won't do (laughs) you know didn't didn't get into any of that yeah you know just i would make these administrative changes Mm -hmm. and and you know as you said all that kind of stuff i was like i would be interested to see what those administrative changes would would do look i mean i think we come it's because we come from watching watching the the drama that is the, the business of WWE as well like unfold over years we expect i mean i know i was surprised cuz i would i never followed the inner workings of the headquarters like but you guys don't have someone who's the the head of talent relations you don't have somebody who's like a program director who keeps all these spots organized so that we know what's going on in the whole program so we're not like doing the same thing twice or you know just stupid you don't have some people who can say like this is this is not it's just weird they didn't already have those pet checks and balances in place. Even if they weren't using someone like JR with tons of experience, but like there's nobody it, it was all going through Tony. Like that's um, that 
that, that just blew my mind when I heard that. Like, really? That's so obvious. And, yeah. and putting people who work and are dependent on these decisions in charge in positions of, of authority with titles to back it up. Not just like, oh, we know he hangs out with, with Tony and they talk a lot. Like, he's got his ear. And it's like, no, it's on his fucking business card. Yeah, I, I don't remember the exact terminology that, that he used, but he was essentially like, all, all wrestlers are greedy little leeches who will do anything to get, to get their way. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like, it takes a, it takes a very specific kind of person to be like, it would be great for me personally if I were occupying the most desirable position in the company. But what is best for everything else, regardless of my personal preference, is to do all of this stuff to put all of these people over. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's that's that's a that's a hard thing when you're when you have the power to be like, but I could also you know create these trios belts and then have you know me and my buddies with the trios belts. <laughs> You know, is that how it happened? I I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know, I, I like on honestly when it comes down to it, we just we don't have any idea what what the background what the background stuff is. You know, personally mm. me personally, I just want to be like this is the greatest work of all time that's happening and Cody being in WWE is still a work. <laughs> oh my god, it could be. This it it could be if if only I, I had any faith in punk to be that um, self-aware. <laughs> can can you imagine? Like, oh my god, that that would be that would be an insane angle. I believe it could be done. I believe it could happen. I believe all these parties could do this. Probably not gonna happen, but it'd be so good. No. I I and that that is that is again like. And then Tanahashi joins Bullet Club. Oh, too sweet, baby. <laughs> Swerve, oh man, <laughs> God, that would uh, someone's whole life would be ruined if Tanahashi <laughs> joined Bullet. I'd be like John Cena joining Bullet Club. <laughs> Jay White's life would be ruined. Like, oh, this is guy doing over here. No, I would. I would think at that point Jay White would be like, eh, I gotta. I'm moving on. I've done everything I can do in New Japan. Yeah. No, that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna be the new leader, Tanahashi. I just <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the match: Jay White versus Tanahashi. And the stipulation is if Jay White wins, then he has, then Tanahashi has to to take over for him <laughs> on his way out the door. <laughs> so he's like kind of put into servitude as a uh, as a bad guy, but he's also really good at it because he's Tanahashi. I I like the I like the idea of an unwilling Tanahashi has to be in Bullet Club and it's you know, <laughs> you know yeah, he's, the he just head boss like mm-mm, all, mm-mm. all right guys so here's what we're going to do today all right uh, El Fantasmo Taiji Ishimori I need you to uh, head up the uh, the uh, community cleanup project mm, no no no, no. I don't know. that's that's not gonna work for us uh, the Bone Daddy and I uh, don't like to uh. Bone Daddy and I don't like to do, pro, you know, public service work. No, no, no. Listen, this is gonna be really good for Bullet Club, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Point A, B, and C. Okay, 
okay, okay, okay, okay. Well, you know, it, we don't like it, but you know, we'll we'll try it. You're you're the boss after all. <laughs> and then they'll they'll do their little spin on it, and Tanahashi be like, "What are you guys doing?" And they'll be like, "Oh, well, we're just doing what you said to do. You spin the you, head up." You the- told us to take out the trash, so we're beating up people that <laughs> are trash. Guys, I meant take out the literal trash. We adopted this street. <laughs> uh, the highway cleanup sponsored by New Japan Bullet Club. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, All right. All right, Kato. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna have you and Dick Togo and Evil and uh, <laughs> and, and show uh, go go into the uh, orphanage to play with the kids. <laughs> Oh, we, we we loved it, Mr. Tanahashi. The uh, uh, show show showed us how to make our own homemade flamethrowers. <laughs> All we need is a lighter and a can of aerosol spray. <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> well, you you sons of bitches. <laughs> I gotta say, even though this is not the way I would have done it, you really brought some light into these children's lives. You really got through to them. And you know, boss, I think maybe in some sort of weird way, in a paradoxical way, you got through to us. <laughs> we were helping them, but truly, truly, they are the ones that, that guided us. Uh, today's my birthday, <laughs> and I'm getting drunker. That's right. Yeah, you're, you're moving through those. Mm-hmm. And you started with the big boy. Yeah, I did. I started with the big... I, I'm, I'm getting through the, the second big boy. I'm... Kind of doing an up down up down thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. High intensity uh, interval interval training. That's how that's how it goes. Yeah, you see, what it does is normal interval training has short bursts of in- intense activity, followed by lower lower intensity training. Now, what? The insanity system does is reverse it so that you have long, uh, a two to three minute section of high intensity training followed by a thirty second rest period. That's how it works. That's what it's. I I'm pretty sure that's what I said. Yeah. I'm gonna go to the last one. This is got the uh punk 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 punkachino. Like I hope so that one. Hopefully that'll be a good ender. Yeah, coffee. Meanwhile, you're getting you know you're getting to the bottom of your rum cup, so. Yes, I did. I did top it off a little earlier. Ooh, that that, oh, plenty good. Ooh, <laughs> a lot of coffee. Ooh boy. Ooh. Buzzing. Oh, oh, a lot of coffee. A detrimental <laughs> amount of coffee. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. I wish I hadn't finished with this one. I thought it was going to be the best one, and so yeah. Was, uh, damn, that's that's disappointing. Uh, the other three were good. I don't know. I'll do the other three. Oh, that's still good. That's not, still a good thing. Yeah, not great. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? What else we got? Who do you think you've Who do you think you've turned the corner on the most Kenta. in your New Japan time, Kenta? I, I mean, I mean, Ken, Kenta just jumps off of the page because we we yeah. spent we spent the whole of that first G one that we watched going like, yeah, I don't know about Kenta. 
And, you know, it was setting up for We the definitely big, don't know about Kenta. It was setting up for the big Kenta heel turn. You know, at Dominion on a 69, dudes. Ooh, baby. Katsuyori Shibata came out and everyone was like, whoa, it's Katsuyori Shibata. This is what normally happens when he comes out in this day and age. And then he goes, check this out, guys. And then he <laughs> just points to the entrance ramp. And he points at the entrance ramp. Because someone's going to come out of the entrance because that's ramp. where the entrance ramp is. And he's uh, pointing at the entrance ramp. And he is not going to stop pointing at that entrance ramp. Fast forward to about 20 minutes later, it felt like. And Kenta comes walking out through the curtain. Oh, man. I don't remember this. I don't remember that being so long. Yeah. Uh, probably because we didn't watch Dominion. <laughs> would be my... Oh, so yeah. I only saw it in the packages. Yeah. And and Kenta's like, hey, gang, I'm Kenta. And I'm going to be in the G1 Climax. And everyone was like, oh, yeah. We missed him so much. What did Vince McMahon do to him? <laughs> you are Hideo. They're still calling him Hideo Tommy. This <laughs> is mean at this point. Yeah, they're, they're bastards. But between between that and... so I'm so glad that John Moxley... <laughs> Was like, well, I'm I'm definitely gonna leave WWE. I don't know what I'm gonna do past, yeah. past that. But he immediately was like, I'll do some work on the independent circuits, and I'll definitely go straight into G1 climax. And that video Good package, kill him that video package was so cool because it was like, okay, it's uh, we show we showed a preview of this of this video package. We we maybe we might have watched Dominion. We I think we I think watched, I think I might have watched Dominion. I, we we must have watched Dominion. Yeah, we didn't know nothing. Yeah, we just didn't know a lot, like we, anything. Well, I know I know that we had uh, I know that we watched Wrestle Kingdom that year because Definitely. the year before yeah, we watched the past couple of years. Yeah, your uh, the the year before your your buddy uh, what's his what's his name the guy that we Eric uh, Eric yeah Eric yeah. Eric was, you know, telling us to, you know, check out all this, you know, new New Japan stuff or whatever, and we had, I I think we had watched the uh, the year before one. I don't know if we watched yeah. it. Kenny and Jericho caught my attention. Oh yeah, Kenny. So that's when I started. Like, oh yeah, I remember Will had shown me Okada Omega, and that was cool. And I I'd seen a couple matches. Yeah, Kenny and uh, Kenny and Jericho got a uh, five stars, didn't it? Pretty sure it did. I think it did. Yeah. You know, it's fun. It's fun. It was... Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a match. Two guys in a ring doing doing wrestling stuff. Kind of, sort of. Also, also non wrestling stuff. Ooh, look. What tarnation is all this bullshit? I just got a text message from Drew. Would you want to draft next Monday? Yeah, I said next yes. Monday. Question mark. Sorry, sheep. Sorry. Yes. Tree. Depends on what the topic is. Sorry, yes. No question mark. <laughs> yeah, what were we talking? Yeah, fuck. God, I shouldn't I shouldn't have drank four beers in such a short amount of time. My God. Oh, uh, maybe I didn't watch this Dominion because it has Okada versus uh, Jericho. I don't know if I watched that match. Naito versus Ibushi? No, that, versus no Dragon we definitely League. I don't think it. I watched that was, this. That was the Rainmaker versus the Painmaker. Yeah, I did watch that, didn't mm-hmm. I? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, we might, we we definitely had to watch that. John Moxley defeated Shota Umino. Umino. Ah, 
Sorry. Sorry, Death Rider. <laughs> Shooter. Shooter. God, I can't. Jacket. I can't. I can't wait till that crop of, to that uh, mm-hmm. that that crop of young lions come comes home. Yeah, it's like a group. Yeah, it was. Uh, so it was I'm just, excited to see Suji. Everybody likes Suji. Yeah, people love people love Suji. Uh, a- Andy, Andy was a big fan of uh of Suji. Um, yeah, that that homecoming would be uh him, Ren Narita, uh, Suji, and uh, Yuya Uemura. God, I still yeah, I still love Uemura. Every time I see him pop up somewhere too, he's he looks good. Yeah, it's uh. Was he a Bloodsport? Or was somebody was somebody was a Bloodsport? I feel like it was Uemura. Yeah. It would have it would have had to. Man. Of course it was because he's the best. What the a toughest. Like what a what a good time it is for pro wrestling and uh, like not like if you are definitely like dead set against watching WWE. Mm-hmm. All all of the good things there are. There's that, so many things happening over there. I have no idea. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I go so long without watching. Yeah, the the NXT totally got overhauled, which is like you know whatever. But Sad. again, those these are the machinations of you know Vince McMahon, who, you know, in 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 a in a Cosbian effort, <laughs> did a lot of bad things to uh, a lot of perfectly innocent women. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's I'm I'm glad that he's out. I'm glad that you know Triple H is there. Uh, as much as people probably want to take the uh, the young bucks and Kenny's side in the whole, I don't, I I think the uh, place that I've landed on is that both sides have an amount of blame. I think that's the easiest, most obvious, natural conclusion to come to is like, yeah, maybe maybe it happened. Maybe the Bucks and Omega and their group. Kind of run the show, a little shadow government as it as it would be, and they exert most of the power, and that's kind of how it is. But maybe for the most part, people get along with them, so no one really has a huge deal with it. But sometimes they do, and they get buried, and it sucks, and it's a shitty environment. And Punk is not the type. If it crossed him in any way, probably doesn't take too kindly to being slighted in in, in any capacity and lashed out in a, an unprofessional manner to an unprofessional work environment. Yeah. It's entirely reasonable. And, and I mean, there's a very good point, too, of like, you really want to know, how is it that they, so if the Young Bucks and, and, and at all come charging in, are they coming charging in? Are they knocking politely and asking for a word? Like, that's the key on all of that stuff. It's like, yeah, that, who, are they kick, who knows? Are they kicking down Cause, the door? Because <laughs> if, if the last thing Punk said was, hey, if you've got a problem with it, come find me. <laughs> and then, um, well, gee, somebody just come found me. <laughs> I, I bet it, I guess I guess it's time to swing. So like I can almost understand too why he was ready to throw the first punch. Again, not the right thing to do, but I, I do like the idea. Come in hot and I you might get punched. I do like the idea of Kenny being like, "Guys, there's a dog in here. We have to get the dog to safety." <laughs> is he is he is he curling up over like a human shield or is he is he doing the thing where you hold it high above the fray as best? It's like let your ribs take the pounding. Uh yeah, I mean who who knows who knows how that went because yeah it's it's well, apparently the, a lot of people because I'm just there. I'm just trying to use some some basic logic here okay we 
if if Kenny grabbed the dog at some point to get the dog to safety, <laughs> yes, then my guess would be that you know Punk and either one of the young bucks get into a scuffle, and now it's like their fisticuffs are you know being engaged upon, mm-hmm. and then Kenny's like, oh shit, I gotta get the dog out of here, and then. You know, if he's getting the dog out, is that when Ace Steel goes, what the fuck are you doing to that dog? You know, because at this point, <laughs> nobody nobody is using logic to govern their fucking actions at this point. Especially except, not a man ex- named Ace Steel. <laughs> except for apparently Kenny, who's just like, get the get the dog to safety. Which right. is, which is in, in that situation, I really, really love that. Because... <laughs> I I just like the idea that he's so dopey and oblivious. It's like, oh, dog, gotta save the dog, gotta save the dog. <laughs> and then he steals like, you son of a bitch, I'm gonna bite you. <laughs> That's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I want to save the dog. I Jump. do. I do love that. Kenny is like, all right, I'm suspended. I'm gonna go hang out in Japan. Meanwhile, he's been in Japan. Hanging out with Kota Bushi, who, you know, is also... <laughs> <laughs> On the outs. <laughs> yeah. God. First thing Kenny Omega does is like, Hey, I'm hanging out at Sega Studios, and they took a video cap of my face so I could be in the new Yakuza game. <laughs> That's pretty cool. By the way, I love, even though the fact that it took eight installments of this game, that Yakuza was like, you know what? Let's just use the naming conventions that we have in Japan instead of using the Americanized version. We're going to start calling these games Like a Dragon now, as they've always been called. Is that really? Is that true? Yeah. The new the new Yakuza game is called Like a Dragon 8. It's, and, not, it's not Dragon Warrior. It's Dragon Quest or whichever whichever one is correct. Yeah, that, that, that's right. <laughs> and the best thing, it has, uh, it has uh, Shiryu, which apparently is the uh, best Yakuza dude or shall we say the best like a dragon dude and mm-hmm. more importantly the other main character is Ichiban the only is he from like a dragon yeah the, the like only... a like a dragon colon like a dragon <laughs> the only the only yak is a guy that we actually know yeah, god damn i love ichiban <laughs> he's so great yeah i got i got to keep going with that i wasn't i was enjoying it it's a i'm at i'm at a point in the game where i have to grind levels yeah. And all, all I gotta do is turn the game back on and just start grinding those levels because I got I got thrown in a dungeon and I get to the end of it and I'm like, oh god, I have to fucking beat this character and I'm not strong enough to beat this character and there's not enough enemies in this place. And they're like, oh, don't worry. What you have to do is you have to go back to your last autosave and it will be on the mm. outside of the place that you're in. So you go to there... And then you can go back and fight all these people. You know, you can go back and grind levels or whatever. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's not it's not hopeless. As I feel like some games have I've done a, that before. Yeah, some games have a place where you can accidentally get stuck in a position where mm-hmm. you can't go any further because you're perpetually not strong. I felt like Lunar Two. Lunar Two. Yeah. Okay. Lunar Two. Definitely. That got me. I remember that. But it was so long ago that I wonder that if I couldn't, like, go into that dungeon and just grind levels and then 
I think I was so far underwear, like it was even hard to win fights. So like, yes, could have, but two, didn't want to. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like more like when I was like you, I power level in a, a Final Fantasy VIII. You get the Odin summon because there's a 10% chance he shows up and instantly kills. So you go fight monsters who are way stronger than you and just hope it's one out of 10. And then he comes in, kill, cleaves them in one hit and you get a shitload of experience points. <laughs> and then you just do that over and over and over on one of the islands of heaven or hell. You know what the the problem is is the last time I played Lunar Two I was probably in my early twenties. Now I'm you know pushing forty. I mm. have I have the patience to do the things in the games that I didn't have twenty years ago. It also might have been just like one of those for some reason you were just young and stupid and weren't thinking right and didn't see the obvious solution in front of you. Yeah, I've definitely done that. Uh, very very well. Decades later. Yeah, but Ichiban's gonna be the co. The co-protagonist. The co-tagonist. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Mm. So this is a uh, this is a show, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it is an hour of noise. Sonic refreshment. Mm. It's. I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but it is. You know, we are drinking and we are talking. So mm. there's there's that. So yeah, we've been on a break long enough anyway, so we just need to reconnect. The, the, no, no no, important shows other than that. The crowd noise, that was fun. That was fun. It was really sad that it didn't seem like Kevin Kelly got got flown in for that one. Yeah. Would have liked to have gotten live live on the floor commentary, but... he But he pretended like he was there so well. <laughs> if, only, <laughs> if only the sound wasn't <laughs> buzzy and also louder than everything else on the screen at any given time. So to get the, the true enjoyment, I actually had to go back to the Japanese commentary. Yeah. You know... But that was fun to see. I can't wait for more of that, the big shows. I th- I think after after this first G1 Climax that we did, I, mu- I must have been optimistic. We, we, en- we ended up... We ended up, you know continuing the show and i know before every g1 climax i get i get that excitement of like okay we're gonna do a big project here Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be it's gonna be full of both of us watching a miserable a miserable amount of wrestling um my controllers get dusty (laughs) my family gets dusty oh god my poor they need, you you know th- that's that's the other thing. You when we started doing this, you had a uh, Finn was an infant. A Finn. Yeah, he was, he was like one. Was it? Was he one? Was yeah. it twenty? I do do the math for me. I'm sorry. I did I'm drunk. I did. He was born in 2017. Okay, so he was so he's about one then. Okay, so that that's 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 pretty organized. Yeah. Lucy was born. This Still napping, thank God. Yeah, Lucy was born this year in, you know, twenty twenty two. So it was a. Not that it was a challenge because you know we're only doing a show every like month. Nah, month that's, that seemed pretty crazy to me. I couldn't imagine the At least I had Finn on like a he he takes a two hour nap at ten o'clock or eleven o'clock every day. So you kind of plan around that. Like the babies, they don't know what they want when they want it. Yeah. It, you know, stupid Lu- babies. Yeah, Lu- Lucy. You know when she's consistent for the stretches of time that she's that she's consistent. You know we were, 
we were fearing the the, the six month sleep regression. I'm not fearing. It was just sort of like, oh, mm-hmm. why are you not behaving the way that you normally behave? And it was you know because of because of that milestone. But you know more more or less, she she would get down into a, a predictable pattern where it's like, mm-hmm. all right, this baby's asleep. I can play video games or podcast and you know do whatever. Yeah. You know, ha- you know, having yeah. Laura around more consistent than me. Yeah, having Laura around's been a big, you know, big help with that because mm-hmm. you know she's like, yeah, just go back there. I'll take care of things. Yep. Old hand. Yeah. Yeah. Is there gonna be, is there gonna be another baby by the time we do a ten year or a two two hundred episode anniversary? Sure hope not. <laughs> Uh, I will continue to, uh, I will continue to trick Yazi into tricking you into having another baby, though. <laughs> uh, she never, ne- never, never sticks with it long enough. Never, uh, holds, holds the ba- baby pictures. Yeah, babies are cute for, for about a second. And then just think about it. Just think about that crying. Think about those middle of the nights when I'm not waking up. I sleep like a log. I'm no help. Yeah, that's why I'm not going through you. That's why I'm going through Yazi. Now she remembers though. She can't. She can't forget. Just takes a, a quick little reminder, and I'm I'm back. No, the la- last message I got from Yaz, she was like, "I don't need more pictures of that baby." Okay, mm-hmm. that that you sent me one picture of mm-hmm. her fat little thigh, and that's that's yeah. not good enough. I don't right. need more pictures of the baby. Yeah, and you know I'll, I will do everything that I can to make sure that you put a second baby into her. Yeah, yeah, which is. You know, is that what you want? No, is that what Yaz wants? Probably not. Uh, but is that what Brian Martin wants? Yes, it is, and that's that's why we're here. Yeah, Brian Martin. Serve Brian. Brian, Brian Martin needs more voters. It is, it is what <laughs> we're he not wants. in his district. Yeah, and he, ba- he, his platform is fueled by babies, by fresh babies. <laughs> he got he got money out of us. <laughs> which is funny he i i get a call from him i was like yeah i was like brian martin i know what this is gonna be about but maybe oh, it's, not but gonna it's still be gonna be fun <laughs> hey man what's up uh hey daniel i'm not gonna mince words give me money <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay let me let me talk to laura because she's in control of all the money <laughs> and then i was like Hey, Brian called me for money earlier. Isn't that funny? She's like, yeah, that is funny. I never forgot about it. And then I get a there call from go. Brian about three weeks later. He's like, hey, Daniel. Where's the pretzel money? Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be even shorter than I was last time. Where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> I'm due for one of those follow-up calls because I have followed the same tact. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, all right, I'm going to text Lord now. I'm going to get a different number. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to distribute the, the funds into your account. And then this could be the end of this. He was like, all right, good. And then the uh, last message that I said to him was, uh, all right, you got your money. Don't lose. Also, I want to help you. I want you to help pass legislation so my LLC can get tax kickbacks. And he said, uh, he said, LOL. And I said, sorry, that came out wrong. I want you to win so my <laughs> LLC can kick back after a... <laughs> Taxing election campaign. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, you're a regular Beltway insider. 
Maybe I should delve into politics, but I probably won't. Mm-mm. Mm. No, that was part of my preambles. How, how terrible it is, and if you're thinking about it, don't do it. See, I got, I got a little fluffing. He, he minced words with me. <laughs> See, that's that's what I really appreciate about Brian is that uh, he he doesn't have he doesn't have that filter. Like if if something if something is standing in Brian Martin's way, mm-hmm. he does not care what he has to do to make it not be standing in his way. He, and, he's shameless in a good way. Yeah, and and in this scenario, it's a lunatic is going to be elected on the school board to dictate decisions to his children, who you know have to fucking deal with that and grow up with it. And it's it's like okay, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deal with that. <laughs> he's doing good so far thanks to charitable donations like people like from people like you and me yeah suckers like us uh yeah but you know it's uh if it causes a karen to lose an election mm-hmm. i'll donate everything that i can and i'll go into poverty yeah i i i just i, just, I won't but no. i will no, but yeah, I, 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 I can't do that. But I, I also, I, I won't no. do that. I, and I, I will, I will let him win. All right, let's get into some butt business here. <laughs> Fucking losing, losing the handle on things here. Nah, we're out of drinks. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> handle? What handle? You, we never you, found the handle. You know, most people would, most people would have a hundredth episode where you know maybe they invite their hero Stephen Page on to uh, be interviewed and then you know live out their dreams and you know turn out a really really good project and you know for for uh, for us it's more of the same bullshit probably probably even worse oh it's even bullshit here yeah oh no this is we were winging winging it when when you go into a podcast with no notes, it's uh, it's gonna be this mm. this one this and no re- and no wrestling yeah this exact <laughs> and no news this exact podcast this exact fucking podcast is what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. So to check it's out under four all- hours, so we are all winners. <laughs> to check out all the other wonderful podcasts on the Jabroni U Podcast Network, who actually care about their hundredth episode. <laughs> Follow the Jabroni University Podcast Network on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JabroniU and at JabroniU.com. There you can follow the exploits of the Island Club on Why Did We Ever Meet on Ceramic Cat. Tune into Biff Radio. Be a fly on the wall at Locals Barbershop After Hours. Listen to all new hip-hop on Flow and Tell them. Draft pop culture on our flagship show, The Draft Podcast. Again, your gateway to follow all these wonderful podcasts is JabroniU.com. Remember to give all the podcasts a five-star rating, like, share, retweet, and subscribe, or else we're going to do another 100 episodes. I'll do it. Well, we'll do it. Yeah. You'll do most of it. It's, uh, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do some of it. Okay. I will do, I will do some of it. I'll do, okay. I'll be there for part of it, for sure. Yeah, most, most is definitely some. Yeah, it's... Hmm. Well, the time is drawing nine reached the end of this Punkachino, which is definitely the uh, the worst one. Um, ah, such a disappointment. I'm sorry that I, I voted for the worst 
The worst closer. It seemed like it would be the best. I mean, I was gonna. It was gonna be the one I was gonna drink last anyway, because I thought it was gonna be the best one. But you know, that, mm. that happens. You know, what's gonna happen in a couple months from now is I'm gonna be drinking three punkachinos in a row and going, God damn, <laughs> these things are just as bad as they were when I first drank the first mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Mm. But they do do the trick. Not to mention the fact, Daddy's been living, Daddy's been living the clean life for the last three weeks or so now. <laughs> uh oh. It's oh god, it's the fucking worst. It's the fucking worst. Like, I made Laura a birthday cake. Mm-hmm. And I texted you about the cake strips. The cake strips yes. worked. If you're listening and you're like, cake strips, what are those? Well, Do they're, tell. They're basically these uh cloth belts that you cinch around the outside of the cake pan you get them wet and the problem with cake is you know the outsides they cook faster than the inside so you end up with the inside doming the outside of the cakes are more you know crispy than the uh, middle what the cake strips do is Ooh, I love my crispy cakes they make it so that the outsides don't do that so everything bakes uniformly you have less doming the cake is moist throughout, and I just had a, a combination of finding the right cake recipe using those cake strips. And man, I made the best chocolate cake I've ever made nice. from scratch. And then also, I made the uh, buttercream frosting to go on top of it, which is uh, also delicious. It three fucking sticks of butter. Oh god. Oh yeah. Ain't, ba- baking, it, everybody should bake a little bit just because it's an eye-opening experience of what exactly you're putting in your face when you eat a cookie. Yeah, it's um, it's butter and sugar. Yeah, that's the, oh, I guess that was the answer. All right, you've, you've now done baking 101. Like Possibly if, milk. If you, if you rolled a stick of butter in sugar and then ate it, it would be better for you than eating a slice of cake. Mm-hmm seems about right in 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 a in a weird way (laughs) but you have to eat the ingredients of a cake (laughs) shut up dog (laughs) (laughs) i love charlie mcdennis so yeah the the cake cake came out really uh really good uh insanely moist cake and I don't remember why I was talking about the cake in the first place. Um, God, I'm drunk. You were living the clean life. Yeah, that's right. Living the living the clean life. Got you. So, we now here's a meal for you: crab cakes mm-hmm. with the lump crab, mm-hmm. not not the K crab, okay. as 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 we mentioned earlier in the show. Right, right. Asparagus. Am I saying that right? Asparagus? Yeah, asparagus. <laughs> for your for with your espresso. So so asparagus, you know, mm. done done in the uh, what uh, Bodesaw coined the uh, ludicrous French style, where I where I both blanched the asparagus as well yeah. as uh, shaved shaved off the bottom of the asparagus. But here's the thing, man, no stringy asparagus. I don't usually have that problem. Just cut off the ends. Yo, I cut it's off the ends. Pretty good. They got big fat asparaguses. They got big fat stringy ends. Oh, then usually those are nice big fat steaky ones, and those are the least likely to be stringy. 
Oh, I love the big fatties. You're dead wrong. You're dead mm. wrong. A- anyway, shaved on the bottom, whatever. Crab cakes, asparagus, and ready for this one because this is a curveball. Elote. Ooh. <laughs> wonderful bur- wonderful birthday dinner for Laura. She th- she threw that she she threw that elote together. Um, mm. n- none of this on the cob nonsense because, as you know, on the cob planet is no deal. <laughs> no, <laughs> we got to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be one of the other two because we because we're not going to the Cobb Planet. That's Fuck. who. Anytime I see that, I mean, it's immediately like, nope, not ordering that. <laughs> yeah, put it in a cup and give me a spoon, or I'm not buying it. Yeah, that was that was that was Laura, Laura's birthday. She's like, I want the elote, but she found this recipe for we made a big old mm-hmm. fucking pan of it. It was delicious. Like delicious to go oh, with crab, delicious to go with crab cakes, and I was like, we need some kind of vegetable component because we got two carby. Co- by by the way, if you're listening to the show, corn it's not a vegetable. Quit deluding yourself; it's grain. You know. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> I know. I uh, some uh, you know. It lets people, me get away with an extra vegetable. People are getting their minds blown by that on a daily basis. Corn, mm. corn, not a vegetable. So I was like, we need we need a vegetable on this plate, you know. Got the got the asparagus going, but that was a uh, that was the dinner, and then the uh, big fat fucking chocolate cake that I made. Then that mm. chocolate cake—that was the worst thing that I've had in the past three weeks. You know, on top on top of these beers, which I knew were going to be part of mm. it, and and that that's the end. You know, the uh, it's my birthday. We're gonna we're gonna binge Cobra Kai, and we're gonna have a um, <laughs> extra big ass charcuterie char charcuterie board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people do say that. Yeah, that's quality. Oh, I can't go. Nothing. Nothing's better than a good old meat and cheese night. Ah, uh, God, yeah, especially when you're binging Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. You know that new that new season came early to us, and we didn't hop on it. We're we're saving it for my birthday. Nice. So, Watch a little bit of it. We'll go back to it one day, maybe. Yeah, got to. Uh, well, uh, and anything else? Hundred episodes. Hundred episodes. Daniel Bootsall. Hundred. Hundred years. Centuries. Hundred. Yeah, century. Hundred. Hundred years. Yeah. I'm uh, mm-hmm. a lot more drunk than I was when we started the show. So. There you go. There's that. Success. Hundred percent drunker. I just, I just like doing this show with you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's fun with, with with Clerks three, you know, being being out in movie theaters at the moment. I have not seen it yet, but you know, it, it, you wanna you wanna hop back to you know Clerks two. You're my best friend. I just wanna mm-hmm. just wanna do stuff with you. So yeah, you know, I love Clerks two. <laughs> so much heart. So much heart. Yeah. Yeah. And no, you know this this. this this third one looks to be, you know, even even sillier than than ever before. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. It's uh, if you don't like Clerks two, you uh, you don't have a soul. Yeah, and and I'll 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 say that I'll say that to your fate. You you know what? Honestly, <laughs> most people quite like Clerks one because it's because it's super artsy. I don't care mm-hmm. about that shit. I'm I'm old. Yeah, <laughs> Clerks two is a movie for older people. Yeah, it's a, uh, 
You know, I can get I can get not liking Clerks two if you're twenty. You know. Yes. That 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 makes that makes that, that's that movie was you not haven't, written. You for haven't already compromised your life. Yeah, that movie was not written for twenty year olds. You know, Clerks was written for twenty year olds. You know, Clerks two is written for you know 30, 40 year olds, and now now this oh, yeah, and everything after that point, you know, is basically the same thing. <laughs> you've you you've opened up all the emotions that you're going to open up at at that point in your life. Yeah, just your your back hurts more. <laughs> I'm hoping for that to go away, man. It's uh yeah. I think during the entire course of this podcast, I've been the fattest I've ever been, the thinnest <laughs> I've ever been, and I'm back up to the fattest that I've ever been, and now I'm like going back down the oper- in the mm-hmm. opposite direction again, so it's good. You know, it makes for a bunch of roller coaster. Yeah, interesting interesting pictures. I got to I got to stop yo-yoing though. The only mm-hmm. the only reason the only I had a kid, man. That, that, that's that's the only reason. That's the only reason why I yo-yoed that one last time. Mm-hmm. I had to come out of retirement from yo-yoing to be like, I gotta get fatter than I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> I, I gotta show this kid how it's done. Yeah, I gotta get up to. Th- I gotta pass three hundo one time, <laughs> and then and then we're done. And I don't mean uh. I gotta get up to three hundo like. I got the 297. I'm just going to round that up to 300. I got to mm. see 300 on the scale and be like, it's time for a change. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. Other than that, um, it's been a fun four years. It'll be... Uh, mm-hmm. Do the the wood anniversary next year for G1 Climax. Uh, nice. Plant a tree or some shit. Yeah, I got to. Although in the meantime, though, I will be cutting down a tree. There, ugly, Ooh. ugly fucking tree in the front yard. I it's. All right, we'll plant two it's, trees. It's short. It's prickly. It is an <laughs> annoyance to mow around. I don't even want to like do anything to make it look nice. I want to cut it down and plant a different tree. Hmm. So we'll have a net zero trees. You know, maybe plant maybe, maybe plant another one. God, I hate that fucking tree. That was so fucking ugly. Burn it down. Like, whoever owned this house in the 90s was like, oh, yeah, it's a nice spiky tree in the front yard. Like, you asshole. Yeah. You can't You can't have a tree that, that's out for your own blood. I had one of those. It's, it was not okay. Well, that's it. You want anything else for your future there, Bonesaw? Nope. It's, uh, I feel like I've already I've already ruined it quite, quite expertly. <laughs> I got married and had a kid. That's <laughs> the future's dead. Yeah, you got you got Midtown soon. Yeah, Midtown coming up on uh, Friday or Saturday. I can't remember which day. Maybe even Sunday, but I don't think so. Leaving leaving tomorrow. Gonna hang out in Georgia for a little bit before the the cabin cabin to Kearns. Baby, yeah. I know currency has got an extra ticket too. Maybe I'll just make an appearance for no reason. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> You know what? Maybe for funsies tomorrow, I'll be like, "Hey, Laura, how do you feel about me going going to Georgia this weekend?" Test test the waters. <laughs> I mean, and then, dri- and then driving from from Georgia to Birmingham. <laughs> oh God, why do we have to do that? Oh yeah, because well, no, it's in Birmingham, because yeah. it's in Alabama, not that's, where, that's where they're actually playing music. Yeah. Hey, Laura, how do you feel about me going directly to Alabama? <laughs> I just slight detour to pick up some tickets. 
You know, I uh, I very much, I very much enjoyed Alabama when we when we drove through it. And it's it's nice and mountainy. The people mm. in Alabama are, are nice. At least the people that I ran into, you know, pro- don't know how racist they are. You know that. Yeah, I was gonna say I might not be the one to give you the the worst stories. But you know the 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 woman at the convenience store is like, I don't understand how you can be old enough to give your life for this country, but not be old enough to buy cigarettes. Because I think. I think the legal buying age in Alabama was 19 at the mm. time. Gr- you know, granted, this was uh, 15 years ago, but mm. so yeah. There's a, right. Is that any uh, any final thoughts? I I got too drunk. I, I you know I could have thought of better things on the fly, but I decided drinking was more important. No, I was right. Yeah, no, this was this was done. This was done absolutely appropriately. So once uh four four more years. Yeah. Daniel Bonesaw, hundred years. Love it. Love doing it. Yeah. Well, and we'll 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 keep doing it. So. And it helps because then I sometimes I would probably forget that uh, that it exists if, when we go down the when these little hiatuses come where there's nothing happening. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot. I believe the word you're looking for is hiatai. Mm. No, no, no. I'm not talking about uh talking about Chinooka's faction. <laughs> Ah, uh, good one. There we go. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Daniel <laughs> Quick, give it, get us out of here. <laughs> Bootsaw, say goodnight to the lovely people. 100 episodes. Daniel Bootsaw, 100 episodes. Daniel Bootsaw, 100 years. For the, hun- for the hundred time. Good night. Even though it wasn't a hundred times, it was probably maybe like, I don't know, like 80 or something. I picked it up pretty late. Yeah, there, there's a there's a fair to good chance that I didn't number the episodes right. This is not the hundredth episode, but it, it, You know, I thought about I thought about counting when I was scrolling back to find some of the earlier ones, but I'm like, nah, let's, let's go with it. I went back in and numbered a lot of them, so it's, uh, this'll be the, uh, hundredth, we'll put quotations around it, hundredth episode spectacular. <laughs> There you go. That's, yeah, that's why no one can blame us for uh, half-assing it. All right, say goodnight to the <laughs> lovely people, Bonesaw. Good night. Goodnight.